And welcome to another episode of HP Critical Podcast, where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am your host for the evening of November nineteenth, two thousand twenty, Jarrell, <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, I am so thankfully joined by Brandon, Yo, hey, and Kelly, hi, and Gabe. Good evening. And shout out to Kelly for drinking tea while I also drink tea. We are tea buddies across the internet, and I love it. I usually have a latte or coffee, and I was making tea, and she made tea, and now we're tea brother and sister, and I'm here for it. Yes. Links by tea. <laughs> it brings people together. It really, really, really does. does. It really does. Um. So obviously, first, how is how are you guys? Good. I'm doing fantastic. Today's been a very relaxing day. I am surprisingly calm. <laughs> oh, I like to hear that. First. I like to hear that. <laughs> Especially because of the pre-order fiasco that happened again on Walmart for their three o'clock pre-orders. Um, but I'm happy uh, to see surprisingly come. Uh, so uh, obviously, also, what have you guys been playing? I'll go first because the main two things I've been playing this week has been uh, once I finally got my copy, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. It has been a blast going through the soundtrack and uh, seeing the story recap. Of course, I'm looking forward to the new story, but. Honestly, I just love Kingdom Hearts music, and rhythm games are a genre I like as well, so it's been a lot of fun to just go through it, especially since you have all the different teams. But, in addition to that, I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 Royal, and that's not really news at this point, but in Royal, I just recently got to the brand, like, there's been little new stuff scattered all throughout compared to the original Persona 5, but I got to the big story stuff they added, which is the third school semester, and, yo, it is crazy how much stuff is going on in this story, like, right now. Because, like, when you get up to the end, it just, it feels a lot like the regular Persona 5 ending. So I'm, like, playing through it, and I'm happy because it's a, it's a really good ending. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, but when's the new stuff happening? And then it sneaks up on you. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's different. Whoa, that's a, wh- what? And, like, <laughs> and now I, I just brand new. I was going to take a break at, like, what is it? We're, we're recording this at like right now at 6.50 in our time. I was going to take a break at like 2, but so much stuff was I was like, no! <laughs> I got to know what happens. No. I only stopped playing like maybe about uh, 20 or so minutes before the podcast. I was like, all right, I got to get ready. <laughs> I love when games do that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying the third semester so far. It's, it's, it's a blast. I can't wait to see how the new ending goes. That's me. I'm so excited by your excitement. It's great. Like it's, it's great. <laughs> it makes me very it's, happy. It, it's, it's it's taking it's taking what already is like probably one of the best RPG RPGs out there. It's just like making it even better. Oh my god! And definitely. I was and I'll be and I and I'll be honest because you know the way the original game ended is just so great. I was just worried. It's like, well, how is this new story stuff gonna come on top of that? Is it gonna feel like kind of cluttered? But I think they handled it really well. It's just really helping the story a lot. I feel. That's so good. I, um, you know, I've been avoiding it because I put in like 150 hours or something or 120 hours in the original. And I was like, dang, if I play Royal, I know it's going to be another 150 hours of my time. So I've been like, because then you got new content. Exactly. I've been pushing it off a little bit. Um, but what have you guys been playing? Kelly Gabe? Uh, I got Cold War, Black Ops Cold War. So I've been playing zombies a lot. I haven't turned on the multiplayer because. Uh, you know, um, I do want to try it, but I'm such, I'm not very good. So, um, so I, 
Want is to play Cold War split screen couch co op with my boyfriend. We've been doing that since like Black Ops One. Mm-hmm. Like that's our thing. We want to play zombies on the couch together. It's totally glitched. It doesn't work. No way. Ooh. On Cold War at all. Wow. Um. Yeah. So it, it lets you get in. I literally had to create two accounts for Activision because he didn't have an Activision account. We didn't even want to play online. It won't let you play co op actually offline. Which seems no, silly. We're in the same room. Yeah. So you have to like create accounts and do all of that. And then it's literally you try to start the match and it won't work. So we've been just taking turns. But like I'm an adult. I don't want to take turns. You know, I, I want to just play when I want to play. So um, that's been a struggle. But I've also been playing um, Seven Days to Die. Uh, so it's like a survival, I'm into survival horror games for some reason, I don't know, I played The Forest and now I'm into this one, and it's like on the seventh day a horde of zombies comes and tries to kill you, yes. and I think three out of four of us actually died, I was playing with some friends, and wow. it was intense, I, I literally had to stop playing after we like fought them on the seventh day, because I was so tense, I was like, I'm just grinding my teeth, oh my god, this is crazy, um, it's pretty fun. But, like, really hardcore survival, you like, you have to eat and drink, and there ain't a lot of things to eat and drink, to be honest, mm. in the world, so it's hard. And management. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then you have to, like, you know, it's I hate that. But anyways, it's fun, though, working together as a team, building, like, up a base and stuff, and then tonight I should be playing some Among Us, actually. Ooh. Oh, nice. Did you ever play State of Decay 2, by the way, or State of Decay? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. It's it's like zombie resource management, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And I always yeah. thought it would be really great with uh, multiplayer. And then in 2, yeah. they added multiplayer, but I haven't played it because I don't have anybody to play with. But it's on oh. Game Pass, so. Ooh, I, I could get it on Game Pass. I actually paid for Game Pass because uh, it was actually cheaper than paying for Xbox Gold. Wait. It was like a dollar. Oh, yes. I just got the dollar, too. Um, yeah. So I was like, I'll spend a dollar. <laughs> yes. Like, okay. <laughs> I literally just got the dollar so we can um, we can play some. Yay. Uh, Gabe, what have, you been, what have you been playing before I go? Because I've actually been playing a lot for once in my life. <laughs> mm. um, I've been playing a handful of games. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yay! Yes, sir. Um, I've been playing, obviously, Dark Souls. Uh, I got back into uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Because I'm recording that for my shit. Yeah, I've actually never finished that game. But um, oh wow, okay. And so it's it was a running series on my channel. And the other day I'm looking at my channel and I'm like, I didn't finish that series. Um, uh, I've been playing uh, Breath of the Wild in preparation for uh, Friday. Literally tomorrow. Yeah. As of this recording, Um, anyway. Uh, been playing Battlefront Two. Can't go wrong with Star Wars music, and my cousin (laughs) played too. Uh, um, and oh well, Warzone. That's about it. No oh, new games. Respectable. Warzone. Oh, okay, Warzone. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was like Cold War, Warzone. No, they're not the same. These naming <laughs> conventions always confuse me. So, uh, but don't they have Warzone in Cold War? Don't they have like a I battle think they royale? Do. They have. Like, okay, this War- I just did it. In yeah. Oh my god. See, this is why. This is why I'm always confused. I don't know what's going on. Uh, me, I know exactly how you feel about wanting to stop games, uh, not wanting to stop games, rather, Brandon, because that has literally been me playing Breath of the Wild. And it's mostly <laughs> Ooh, just because, no, it's actually really annoying, because, like, it's good, but it's annoying that it's good, right? Like, I want to go do something else, but I can't 
I can't myself away from oh, the stupid-ass game. <laughs> like, it's so that's, annoying. That's a, conflict, that's a conflicting feeling that I've had in the past, too. It's so annoying because I start playing, and then, like, there's so much stuff. Like, once you get to... I, I've gotten to a point where, like, you know, I climb a tower, there's, like, ten shrines, and I'm like, fuck, now I'm gonna do all these fucking shrines while I'm here. And then I do <laughs> one, and then I'm, I find another one, and then I find another tower, and I'm like, oh my god, now I gotta find a tower. And then I see this dragon in the sky, and I was like, oh my god, it looks so cool, so I gotta fly over to this stupid-ass dragon, don't even know what it is, and I go there, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so pretty and it's like got fire everywhere and then i find another shrine i'm like oh my god i just want to go to sleep but i can't because like there's so much crap which is you, good yes that's that's the, the trap that everybody in 2017 was falling into just the, the one more shrine trick I, yeah. like the trap trap not trap not trick trap yeah because you, you go to one shrine you inevitably see a few more shrines and you just want to do them all before you you uh leave you leave and it's just like yeah. you just don't never know when to stop it just said that it's, it's, it's almost addictive it's really annoying, and I and I did um the the Thunderblight Ganon fight, which sorry if it's a spoiler, but that was my first one because I did that um thingy Mabobber, whatever it's called. Oh, Divine Beast, and um I beat it with five hearts. Thank you, Mabobber. Gabe said I couldn't do it. I did it. Oh, I beat it with five. you said I, I can't do it. You, you told me to run. No, I can't do it. It's too hard. Run. I gave finish it and run. Words. I gave words of friendship. I said. When you're done with done unlocking all the divine beast controls, get out of there because I don't want to hear you trash talk the game you because said, one of the bosses is too hard. You said how many hearts do you have? I said five, and you said fine, run. And you know what I did? I didn't run. I beat that bitch with five hearts because I'm a badass bitch. You're welcome. All right, I want to see you keep that energy with the rest Thank of the bosses. Thank you, Kelly. Give me my snaps. Yes. <laughs> I can't um, snap with my left hand, so I'm just like moving my hand. <laughs> I'm doing you the tea, so I, I had no options, but I tried. I appreciate the gesture. I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, I've been really enjoying that. And it's also been really annoying because um, I've been into Melody of Memory. I played the co-op yes. portion with my boyfriend. And uh, and uh, now we're just trading off playing hard mode because I always play the hardest mode on uh, rhythm games just because it's e- easiest for me. Uh, to start at the hardest, because I feel like when you start at lower modes, you can't really catch the beat well, because it's not, like, all the notes aren't on the beat, because it's so spread out and it's so slow, so we're playing through on proud mode. I'm super- I love the fact that this game is, like, a- what do you call that? Um, what is that called? When you have, like, a-, a oh, summary. Wow. <laughs> yeah, recap, <laughs> summary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's very much a summary. The, 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 like the bulk of Melly Mary is like summarizing everything that's happened up to this point. Yeah. The new stuff doesn't really come. It's like the last uh, fifteen yeah. minutes of the game. Yeah, I figured. Um, but yeah, I really love that it's a summary of the entire Kingdom Hearts story because my boyfriend actually hasn't played through all of them. So wait, um, so can I? So can I play it? To yeah, get honestly, the Kingdom yes. Hearts experience. Honestly, just right, good, you, you're I gonna really miss, hate those games. You're gonna miss a lot of oh, stuff. You oh, you don't like them? I it I can't get past Kingdom Hearts one. It's I. I don't know if it's because it's 2020 and those controls just feel janky as shit, but yeah. I've tried at least 10 times to get have through Kingdom Hearts. Have you tried Cage 2? No, I don't like I, I don't like skipping through games if there's a one before. Well, what I was going to recommend then is like you could like totally like just do the musical portions for like cuz it's every literally the music from it's all every the games, game. not yeah. The, not the entire soundtrack for every game, but like the vast majority of them. So, you could Theoretically, just like do the music for one and chain of memories and just play two 
And Honestly, the music is that. amazing, but like, yes, you can technically just play through Melody of Memory and get the entire story, but you would miss a lot of like, you know, yeah. the integral parts. But you get the overarching story, which I think is pretty cool because that's a really long story. Which, if you haven't listened to our podcast for What Is Kingdom Hearts, definitely take a listen because it explains all of it. Yay! Um, Literally, with some experts, really big detail. <laughs> yeah, like it is. It is a very long two-hour podcast, I think, and it's split up into two parts. The next part is coming out this weekend. That shit is so long, but. It's great because uh, everyone who talks is just very detailed about exactly what's going on in that um, game, and I learned a lot of shit that I didn't even know, and I played most of them. Um, you trying to show off your new phone? No, I have my talking <laughs> topics here, <laughs> but hey, it's my new mini iPhone. <laughs> that doesn't look so mini. It's 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 small. What are you talking about? It's small. I don't know. It looks like a decent, not decent, like average, not average size. I don't know. It just doesn't look small. It's really small. Do you have small hands? Is that what it is? I do have small hands. I do oh, have small okay. hands. <laughs> that might be why I really do have small hands, but it's actually really small. I have my 10 somewhere that I could show you for a comparison after the podcast. Um, so I've been playing that. I've been playing, uh, I have not touched Spider-Man Miles Morales yet. I've been playing Astro's Playroom, which is really great. I suggest everyone give it a try if you ever get a PS5. It's so fun. Um, I, did you guys see Kelly and Gabe? Did y'all see <laughs> that face? Did y'all see the, um, trigger that I was talking about? I sent the tweet. Yeah. That is yeah, what I was talking I about it. in the game. And I want to ask you guys about that, um, during the podcast as well. But I've been playing Ashes Playroom and I've been playing Godfall with my boyfriend until, um, I can play with Brandon and Gabe. Super excited about that. Um, I've been playing Demon Souls for the first time, which is just Ooh. a bunch of me dying. <laughs> like, uh, is it your first time playing a Souls game? <laughs> it is. I have some. I just have Itch. them unopened. Like, Bloodborne is right I there. I thought you unopened. played Bloodborne. No. I downloaded oh. it on, um, okay, I made a character because I like character creation and then I turned it off. Uh, so technically well, I did play. To be fair though, Bloodborne is the hardest one out of oh, all Souls it? games. Yeah, it's because, oh. again, it's it's like what I was talking about like two weeks ago. The the fact that they take a shield away from you completely ruins most people's playstyles. Like me, I build, I build the night build, so like I'm usually blocking all the attacks. I can't do that in Bloodborne. And, um, the only other thing I'm playing is, uh, a bunch of Game Pass old games, because Xbox doesn't have new games. Ooh, rip. Um, Ooh! <laughs> all about... I have a Series X here, and I've been playing, like, Nier, and the entire Kingdom Hearts collection when I get bored, because I never played 2.8, so I'm playing through, like, uh, 2.8. I'm playing, um, I just started Gears 5, just to see about, you know, the optimized version on, uh, Series X, but... I mean, yeah, I'm just playing old stuff on Xbox. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I've played so much. It's amazing. <laughs> when are you going to play Snacks? Oh my god, it's on my list. Oh, I want to play it so those? bad. Yes, it's, it's, okay. it was downloaded day one. Like, literally, oh, Snacks was downloaded day one. Yes, the problem is... The, the biggest problem is that Dead uh, Demon Souls and Godfall have the same trigger uh commands um not trigger commands uh they have the same button layout um but breath of the wild does not so you know how in breath of the wild you hit the square button i don't know what it is on the y button so when i'm playing demon souls or godfall i'm hitting the square button trying to attack and i'm just (laughs) standing there and i'm just getting wailed on like constantly because you have to hit r1 and r2 for attack so I decided that I'm just going to try to finish games that I have before I start more because controls are confusing to me and yeah. people make fun of me. 
But the good thing is, Kelly reminded me, actually, by not being able to play with her um, boyfriend, that uh, I don't know how it works on other consoles, but PS5 does continue the uh, game sharing that the PS4 did. So, uh, like, my boyfriend and I, he bought Demon Souls, and we can both just play at the same time because I signed into his uh, PlayStation. So, like, one of us buys a game and both of us play. So, like, we, we will play Demon Souls together and, like, picture in picture so I can watch him play while I play and he can see me play while he plays. And that's the same thing for Godfall. So we're able to technically couch co-op together. But we can't really couch co-op together. Like, we can't Here split screen. Here he goes with the technically again. Because <laughs> you can't split screen, which sucks. Like, I think it's so stupid that you can't split screen, like why not like if you have a two-player game or a three-player game why can't you split screen on it like godfall is a three-person yeah. title ca- ca- so many people are just dropping couch co-op and it's like crazy and then on the opposite spec- uh, opposite end of the spectrum nintendo will like only do couch co-op and then not have online mode i'm looking at you play bingo battle on pikmin 3 <laughs> exactly even um uh, Melody and Memory. I'm, I was so excited yeah! to play through co-op Dude! with him. It's only ah! 21 songs out of like 150 songs or however many songs are on there. It's literally only 21 songs for couch co-op. And I was like, I was ready to play through the entire game couch co-op. Like, I was gonna write a whole thing about how I want to do couch co-op for it. And then I was like, what is this mess? Like, it's not even, you can't even do it. So. It's 21 songs and then you can only do, literally, like you said, couch co-op. You can't do yeah. it online. Cause we were gonna, uh, myself and Chrissy were gonna do a second, Melody Memory Stream, where we do, like, the uh, co-op and online. But co-op is, like you said, couch co-op. And then the online battle mode, you can't fight, you can't find friends. It's yeah, just random. Yeah, it's just random. So I'm yeah. like, why? <laughs> yeah, it's really annoying. I was hoping that, you know, we could all compete against each other, but it's literally just, yeah, like, random. And yeah. the little trick shit that's in there, I don't know how you feel about it, but I am not a fan of the tricks that they can do. I was like, why would you put competitive, like, battles? With you, can turn those, you can turn those off, though. No, I know you can. I just don't like it. That's stupid. Um, they, they they got. I was when I did the computer test to to do the tricks. I was like, so I was torn about it because you're right. Those tricks are can get annoying fast. But then it's Charity's voice, and it's like I like Charity <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Charity's adorable. Uh, so since we are talking about games that recently came out, um, I do want to talk about the launch lineup for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. So uh, just your official opinions on how you feel about the launch lineup. So obviously y'all already know that I think the Xbox launch lineup is null and void because there is no <laughs> launch lineup. Uh, and the PlayStation 5 one is great with, uh, you know, Demon Souls and Bug Snacks for free if you are a PS Plus member and Godfall that, you know, people have been in and out about. Like, some people love it, some people hate it. But um, there are actually games to play on the PS5. So, how do you guys feel about the launch lineup for the Series X versus the PS5? As far as people that have been uh, talking about the consoles, I'm definitely... Here's what I've been hearing. So for people that got the Series X, what the one almost everything I've seen, like for especially on Twitter for Series X users, is oh my god, this old 360 game looks so awesome! <laughs> like I'm just seeing people play. Like I'm hearing Final Fantasy 13, I'm hearing Sonic Unleashed, I'm hearing like like all these old games, like mm-hmm. not even Xbox One games. You were just like going back, going real far back just to see how they were. And I'll give it full props. It is impressive. Like. I look, Sonic Unleashed is the one that got me because that game looked, it, 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 that game has always looked really good, but with like 60, constant 60 frames and running on the, on the, the Series X, 
it's incredible looking. So that was uh, something that I noticed. But yeah, for PS5, it is mostly being mostly uh, people talking about what actually did come out for PS5 at launch. So definitely been seeing some Demon Soul stories. Been seeing Bug Snacks is a surprising hit amongst people. People are enjoying Astro's Playroom. You know that it's a very it's charming such a good game. Platformer, and I don't even like yeah. platformers. Like fuck Mario Odyssey. I love platformers. So like if. <laughs> No, nah, I played I'm that just, game and it was not fun. It was not fun. You played wrong. That that you you didn't play wrong. Like straight. I up, played, played wrong. <laughs> oh no! Actually, no, no. You're right. He did you play wrong because he said he played. He played the two player way and he was the hat. I was and it was trash and I was like, this game. Yeah, sucks. yeah. Because you're not supposed to be the hat. You're supposed to be Mario. It's called Super <laughs> Mario Odyssey. Not a... Super Cappy. Then why because, even have a two player mode? Because you know, you know, when you have that annoying ass little sibling. That comes yes. into the room and is like, yeah. oh my gosh, can I play with you? It's like, here, have the most useless role in the game. All right, you know what I'm going to do? Because, <sighs> Kelly, you've never played Mario play Odyssey, right? Play your big brother, so give him the hat. All right, so since Kelly has never played Mario Odyssey, Kelly, I'm going to ask you, as an impartial okay. judge here, okay, um, yes. if there is a co-op game, right, and one person mm-hmm. controls the main character and the other person controls an inconsequential character just to say they're a part of the game, would you enjoy playing that? No. Depends on who you would play you, as. Would you even see a reason to do that? N- no. Thank you. Unless I... you like switch, you could like switch. Like maybe like sometimes one player is Mario, and sometimes like in the game they should like switch you maybe. I don't. Even but like, know why the know. hat? I mean, not that, even Yoshi. That's what but, I'm saying. Thank like you, you don't even get to be Thank anything. You, you get the to hat. Be the hat. And, well, technically, you can control like things in the area so you could be a t-rex for like five seconds but that is not as fun as it sounds um what are you uh, talking about sakura t-rex was badass okay sure when like you're mario when you're mario that's the caveat that's, that's all we're you know, you know, you everything know you said is true everything you said is true you set yourself up to like not enjoy that game at all and I do feel I bad set about myself that. up i was you know, invited to play the person who let me play set me up Okay, they didn't really let you play, though. That's what give I'm, that's him, all give, I'm saying. Give, give him a couple of more years, he'll come back with the Breath of the Wild mentality. <laughs> no, like, gosh, I can't believe I hated this game before. No, okay, no. Let, but, but I'll, I'll oh. give, I'll, I'll give like, some credit. I don't, it, it may just not be his game. I'm just saying, I, I think like you that. gotta give that game, like, the actual shot and not just, oh, I played as a hat, this game is trash. I guarantee you, when we're done playing through the, 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 um, the Super Mario 3D world that's coming out in February, when we're all done playing that, he's going to oh. go and play Mario Odyssey as Mario, and he's going to come back and be like, yeah, I was wrong. No, I you're wrong. I, you I, 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 do, I do hope that you know, the Mario Cats, as you call it, does That's, give you the, uh, the, the inspiration say, to try yeah, it. I was just going to say, Proper. I'm only playing Mario Cat game. I don't know what it's called. Is that what it's called? Mario Cat game? No, it's called Super no. Mario 3D World, Whatever. man. The Mario where you get to be a cat is the one that I'm going to play. That's the one I'm excited Super for. Super Mario 3D World? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, check that exactly. I saw the preview the and I was like, oh my god, fun. we can all be cats. Like, why are we not playing this right now? I'm, I'm sold. I'm, I'm all I need. I'm going to be a cat. Really, I'm good. It's and really it's, it actually is going to have online co-op, which yes. is the yeah. real reason why we why we're all settling on that because it's like I mean I would have got it anyway because I love 3D 3D yeah. World but like the fact that we can actually all play together is that the soul see like the game the game like I played the game on the Wii U and it was already enjoyable enough like by myself but like 
now I got to play with other people. It's gonna. I'm gonna mess with Jarrell so much as we're playing. It's gonna be so exciting. Man, I saw Peach uh, in a cat and I was like, "Oh my god, when does this come out?" I'm totally playing this game. Like, I was also sold immediately. Like, hey, cat everyone, Peach everyone watching this podcast, stay, stay, stay excited because that is a playthrough that we're gonna be doing February with us I'm four totally playing. Down. Uh, I call Peach. Cat That's Peach. fine. I call Mario. That's I got Luigi. I'm good. <laughs> well, look at that, and none of us disagree. I mean, none of us uh, argued about it. It's super easy. Who's the fourth character? I so, thought it was Christy, but I wasn't. Yeah, it's Toad. But yeah, she. I think uh, she was playing as fine. Uh, Christy Toad. can be Peach if she wants to, but I'm not being Toad because he's ugly. No offense. No, she was. I think she was okay with Toad. I agree. She was asking if Yoshi. She was asking if Yoshi was in the game, but unfortunately, I don't think Yoshi's playable. <laughs> <Yoshi. in> pretty- <laughs> yeah, no. That's because I would like Kat to point out, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say in what capacity, but Yoshi is in Odyssey. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, don't, don't, because remember, I, I, I think the farthest I've gotten is New Donk City. So there's still Come a lot on, of game like, I have left. Really, you named your city New Donk City? Yes, like, Donkey Kong. Yes, someone oh. who helped Mario propel into the theme, into the, oh. into the scene. <laughs> all right, well, never mind then. <laughs> I thought it was. Another it's joke. also based off New York. I know that much. Like, which yeah, is why I thought entire, it was like, like Donkey Donk City, like you know, big booty city. And I was like, "What is going on, Mario?" But I see that it's all about Donkey Kong. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Mario. <laughs> Whatever. Why would you name it New Donk City if you don't got a new donk? I can't believe like, that's that doesn't what you make thought sense. it was named for though. Bruh, why would you name it New Donk City if you ain't got a new donk? Can we please name this podcast episode forty-four Donkey Donk? <laughs> New Donkey Donk City. Yes. Actually. Exactly. Yeah, all right, cool. We got our title. Awesome. <laughs> glad, glad, glad we just discussed that as a committee. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, so, uh, uh, Gabe, Kelly, how do you guys feel about launch lineups for this gen? Uh, I feel as though Grounded <laughs> was supposed to be out, and instead they did an update, and I swear that I read that before on, a, on another did. podcast. I should you look did. it up. As a launch title. You did. And then when I went to look it up again, because I have it for my PC, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to play the full Grounded, because I don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation, I might as well play, like, something. Mm-hmm. And it's not out, it's an update. And it's a cool update. <laughs> it's underwater, there's a koi fish, oh, there's what? underwater spiders. Of course, I freaked out a little. Spiders, underwater... Uh, and you have to, like, make special weapons and stuff, um, for underwater, yes. So it's really cool, but it's just an update. It's not the full release of the game. I feel like it was, like, kind of like a dropped ball. Yeah. Like, it was gonna be, like, the only game already, and then it's coming out next year, which, if I didn't read that it was coming out as a launch title, I probably wouldn't have been upset. Yeah. But I thought that it was coming out as a launch title. And we even discussed it. I remember we even looked it up on the podcast because we we were like, I was like, I don't think it's coming out. And then you're like, no, it is. And so I looked and it was supposedly. Yeah, I I mean, you read it. You read it. Yeah. That was going to be one of Microsoft's biggest sells, in my opinion. It was beautiful, whatever. Um, And it just kind of didn't happen. And now I don't even know what else was supposed to be released on launch Um, day. I I think we also talked about everything that was supposed to be released getting pushed back, including Halo Infinite and um, that other game that I can't remember the name of. That's so disappointing. Yeah. Like I was so excited, and then I I turned it on and I was like, oh, what? 
what, what am I, what, like, what do I put in here? So then I went, and I, that's when I bought Game Pass. I was like, okay, a dollar. I'll pay a dollar for Game Pass. And I looked at Game Pass, and I was like, damn, I literally own all of these games already on Switch or PlayStation. God damn it. Um, except for Grounded. But then I was waiting, because um, I, you told us last podcast that Grounded was um, not a launch title, and it was only an update. So I haven't even touched Grounded yet, but everything else but- is just... Mm-hmm. We should totally play Grounded, though. Oh, is it coming? Honestly. We can play together multiplayer? Yeah, we can play online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have a month left, so <laughs> while I've got this month, yeah. I need to play. <laughs> well, I have it on my PC. I think we can... It's cross-play, That's, too, as I, long as you have an Xbox account, so we should play. Totally down, because I am not renewing Game Pass after this month, yet, at least. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I, I don't think I will. Yeah, like, I will eventually, but as of right now, like I said, <laughs> I own all the games already. Um Yeah. Like, I literally own them, so there's nothing there that I don't own on Switch. or And a lot of them I have on Switch, which is easier because it's portable, so, like, it's easy to play. Like, River City Girls just came to Game Pass, but I've been playing it on Switch. Um, Gears 5 I own, so I could just pop the disc in, like... Near is another one I'm playing, but I own it on PS4. I'm just playing the As Gods or whatever edition. Whatever. The point is, I might drop Game Pass. <laughs> because it's touted as this really great thing, which is really cool. And, like, looking at it, I was like, damn, if I didn't own all of these, this would have been a really great service. But, you know, because I do, it's not great. Actually, really quick, Kelly, how do you feel about Game Pass? I haven't played any of the titles. I only got Game Pass because um, it was a dollar. Uh, I haven't played. I haven't played any of them. Um, I think my boyfriend's excited, but he's working all week, so it's not like he can really play. I mean, I'll look through it later. But I mean, Grounded. I think that he could play on the Xbox, and I could play on my PC. So that would be fun to play together. Mm-hmm. A couple of other things I, I would think I would be interested in, but only because I probably already have on my PC. Like, is Ark on Game Pass? Ark I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd play that with him because I have it on my PC. Like things that I want to play with him that we can play together is probably the only things because I have all the games I want from Game Pass, you know. And I think EA Play is part of it now, right? Yeah, Yeah. I have Battlefield and Battlefront. That's what I care about. So I already have it. So they were there. They were there when I was scrolling through Game Pass, and I was like, "Oh, they're there." Not like, "Oh shit, let me play." It was literally just like, "Oh, oh, wait." I had a question about that actually. Because I was seeing somewhere that, like, the EA games, like the sports ones specifically, that are including Game Pass, <clears throat> did I see that they're, like, the old version and not, like, the updated versions, like, the ones that are now coming out? Um, I can check right now, but I think there's... I know that there's been, like, an issue where people are playing the games, but the system will load the older, like, version of the game, not the newer version. Oh, that's um, a weird issue. Uh, but it's also been happening on PS5. But, I mean, I don't know. I can check now. I don't remember. I don't play those games, so I literally didn't... I scrolled past them. And yeah, I mean, that makes it. sense. It's just, my point was going to be that if, <clears throat> for example, if you're getting a... If you were getting Game Pass, like, this year, for example, and you're looking to play, like, I don't know, Madden NFL 21, and they got, like, Madden NFL 19, well, that defeats the whole purpose of Game- that I was yeah. saying about... That I was saying, like, a few weeks ago where, I, where on the podcast when I was like, oh, man, this is great. Those sports fans don't have to shell out the 60 or 70 bucks anymore to get the big sports game. No! No, you still gotta do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good chance for people who don't have the new one to, I guess, play just so you have a Madden to play. Sure, I guess. um, 
Yeah, because that would be like a huge market to lose of those people that play the sports games. I don't know why they would even want to put it on Game Pass. Like that seems almost counterproductive, but maybe they're just waiting a season to let, like release them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Well, I don't know where my controller is. Gabe, I kept uh, interrupting. I'm so sorry. Um, how do you feel about the launch lineup? Um, I haven't seen anything about any of the Xbox, the new Xbox games. <laughs> like my, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Like my feed is literally just right now. It's Demon Souls. Um, I have the occasional follower that'll retweet a Bug Snacks thing. Yeah. Um. Me. Yeah, it's Demon. I and I. There's literally just check out this new this new Spider-Man suit or look at this cool clip I did in Spider-Man or oh look this is my building in New York. This game is so on par with its geography and everything. So, I mean, not to knock Xbox off, but, you know, launch titles, I feel like PS5 won this one by a very large landslide. Um, Not to say I'm not, you know, I'm excited to see Halo Infinite when it comes out. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's Xbox things right now. Everyone's like, you know, Halo Infinite. So, um, and it'd be really cool. I mean, like, as much as I trash Xbox, you know, I, I think them being able to put Halo into their next gen console is going to be really cool. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see that. But again, in terms of launch titles, Sony definitely gets the edge on this one. You know, I I I think that this is a great example as to why exclusives are so important. Yeah. Because right now, yeah. during the launch of this console uh, gen. Like you said, my timeline is literally the same thing. It's all people playing PlayStation. Like, and I have people that love Xbox on my timeline. And yet, obviously it might be a little skewed, of course, but literally everything I'm seeing is uh, right now, you know, Animal Crossing. And then everything you just said, yeah. uh, Godfall, whether it's good or bad, uh, Bug Snacks, Spider-Man. Demon Souls, people completing Demon Souls already, getting platinum trophies for the, it's never like, Oh, Final Fantasy Fifteen looks great <laughs> on Xbox. Yeah, because <laughs> we've already I, seen that. Um, so I, I, I think it's heck. Also- that's even that's even happening in our own chat where Zach popped in just to say that he got platinum on Astro's um, Playroom and Spider Man Miles Morales. Yes, like within the first week, I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really big indicator of why exclusives are so important because right now everybody's talking about PS5. Like everyone had everyone who has both. Everyone's still talking about PS5. And even Mm -hmm. though the Xbox came out first and we had more hands-on time with the Xbox and people had it earlier and reviewers had it earlier and we had a bunch of information on Xbox while we were still waiting on PS5, this is, I think, I was talking a little bit about um, console loyalty before on another podcast. And, I mean, this is why people stick with PlayStation. Because there's games to play. Um, And uh, Game Pass is great. Uh, but as of right now, it's a hard sell for someone like me who's coming to Game Pass, who already has these games. I think it's great for people who haven't got those these games already, but if you're just getting an Xbox and you want to dive in, it's really disappointing to have nothing to play. I won't lie. I was very, like, I want to see what this big box can do. I'm super excited. And I, I think you guys know how I was talking about how excited I was about yeah. getting the Xbox and how I was going to, like, dive into finally playing my Xbox. And it's just like, damn... What do I do with it? It's really pretty, I think. I like the boss. 
But yeah, um, which I want to segue actually into a quick conversation about how you guys feel about exclusivity um, in games and how you feel about basically what I just said, like, uh, you know, people staying with PlayStation or whether you think this is going to affect Xbox in the long run or how, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I've talked about it on like past podcasts before, but basically I used to honestly feel that exclusives were the end all be all of like whether or not a console was going to sell well. But with this generation, I mean, with, with the with the Game Pass being what it is, and like the um, the improvements being made to like not just Xbox One games, but to like you know the 360 and even Xbox Original games, that's creating a lot of like um, it's definitely a destination where people are gonna go if they are really interested in like the multi platform games for sure, because then they'll just get like essentially the best versions of it. And I think that there's a discussion to be had there because PlayStation Five is. It's definitely going to keep going with its exclusives going forward. I don't think that's going to stop. Whereas Xbox's claim to fame is going to be the Game Pass and, you know, just touting the most powerful console out there. So I really am interested in seeing how this generation is going to go because Xbox realized they had a weakness in exclusives and now they're just doing a different road, different different tactic. Still having that weakness in exclusives? So yeah, far, so but, far. But, so far, yes. But that is going to change. <clears throat> But I think if they're like if they if they're acknowledging that and just trying to do something else, then it's it's very much the same mentality that like uh, Nintendo has because Nintendo they don't find themselves directly competing with the other generations because they can't like at least not like graphically. So they'll just do their own thing like with like uh, you know the uh, Switch being the portable console that can be taken anywhere or the Joy Cons with its motion controls. All this weird wacky stuff that they do that's their that's their way to stay relevant and of course they have exclusives as well so that helps them a lot as well yeah but yeah playstation has their exclusives as well and you know that's microsoft's tactic they want to just have a really powerful console that uh you can play a whole bunch of games on and that's pretty much their 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 tactic and we'll see if it pays off or not so really quick this has fifa 16 fifa 17 but it also has fifa 20 and then i have nhl 18 and 19 I don't know if there's a 20 release, but it's not here. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that, that's I hope so there's weird. not. <laughs> I also have yeah. FIFA 15, 18, and 19. What? Are these different games? Oh, not yeah. Really. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. You have so many FIFAs you can play. So oh, my many. God. But, but none of those are 21. None of those are 21. No. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's exactly what I was talking about. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, yeah, no. But at least there's uh, stuff like Battlefield and Battlefront. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have all of them. Let's see, I have Madden, uh, oh, no, okay. I have Madden 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. But not 21. <laughs> not 21. Nope. 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 I was gonna play Mass Effect, but then they talked about the remake, and I was like, well, might as well just wait for that. Um, which, yeah. I'm actually, which I'm excited for, because Mass Effect is a series I've actually meant to try for a lot, because I love old Bioware, so, I'm, so I would love to try those games out in its addition on next gen, that would be nice. They don't even have NBA Live 2K20, they only have 18 and 19. 2K, because NBA 2K, um, 2K games. Yeah, oh, NBA okay, Live okay, okay. is a different franchise. Well, they only yeah. have NBA Live 19. Yeah, they stopped. That, yeah, well, they, 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 well, they have the latest they, NBA Live. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess they, so. they, they threw in the towel <laughs> against 2K. Yeah, 2K, 2K had the NBA on lock, which is good because competition, uh, competition is good. Like it, it, it was, 
it was getting to be a problem that EA had the monopoly on every single realistic sports game. But now NBA, I'm sorry, 2K games are having their own issues as well, but that's another story. Yeah, 2K sucks. Yeah, and and I'll so say that I for can, the rest of my life. Just so I can save myself here, looking through this, there are good games on Game Pass. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, no, I of think course there are. Good yeah, games yeah, no doubt. I'm just saying that, like, most of these games I already own, unfortunately, so it's not... A, I mean, for a dollar, it's great to have access to all sure. this. Uh, for $15 a month, I don't want to replay games I already own that I'm actually interested in. Um, but yeah, right. Brandon, Kelly, how do, how do you guys feel? You mean Gabe and Kelly. I'm sorry, yes, Gabe. I'm sorry, yes, Gabe and Kelly. It's because I looked at you, Brandon. <laughs> I forgot um, the question. I'm not even going to lie. I was under the impression <laughs> that Game Pass, does that include gold? Yeah, so you still get two free games. And yeah, life. but doesn't that include the gold subscription? Yes. So, like, it's really only, what, like, a couple of extra dollars for the Game Pass. True. Because it would be $10 a month, technically, for Xbox Live Golds. And so you're only paying for, five yeah. extra dollars for Game Pass. So would you pay $5 for that? Well, I wouldn't have gold because I wouldn't have live unless I needed it for games, but they don't have games. So, like, I personally would get live for Halo Infinite to play Halo multiplayer. But if I'm not playing Halo, if I'm not playing multiplayer, I wouldn't get live. I would just play games. I'm just saying, if you were going to pay for live anyways, or gold, then you might as well just pay the extra $5 and get the game pass. Which, to be honest, I used to always keep a, I used to keep subscriptions to Xbox Live Gold and PS Plus every year. And I kind of stopped because I play one more than the other. Yeah. But, Same. like, I feel like if I had more money, I'd probably just do both. And I'd pay the extra $5 a month for Game Pass. So I feel like it's only an extra $5, so I do feel like it's worth it. Because you have a lot of stuff to play. And I think what we leave out because we're adults is, like, kids, like, paying for, like, Game Pass for your kids is, like, probably mm. a huge market. Oh, yeah. Because they don't true. care about That's the new true. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, if they don't want Nintendo, they want to play Madden. Okay, you're not going to buy the new one. Just be like, oh, this one. They're not going to know who is on That's what true. team. Yeah, you know? the kid's not going to care about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I Most kids. disagree with that just a little bit. Just because if they're playing those games, they're probably going to want to play with friends, and their friends are definitely going to be on a certain, you know, game. But that's all I have to say to describe that. But, like, honestly, what age are we talking? Because kids playing online? Like, I don't know. Like, a six-year-old not playing online. You oh, know? hold on. So I'm thinking, hold, mm, that's wait, not true. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Okay, but no, no, no. But that's just Unless like... Unless it's like Roblox, okay? That's just like... Okay, so I have, I have a 10-year-old who's playing NBA 2K21 with his friends online in elementary school, fifth, fourth, fifth grade. So that's still happening. But not every kid is going to have that. I'm just oh, saying, course, like, I think that we're, because we don't have kids, we're discounting the fact that I would pay five extra dollars for Game Pass for yeah. my kid to play some older games because I'm not going to pe- spend $60, $70 on a brand new game for them. Definitely. Yeah, Unless it's, like, for Christmas. Yeah. Honestly, that's a good thing, too, because right now it's a dollar right before Christmas. You don't need new games because you got stuff to play, so you can hold those kids over until Christmas. Very true. I just think there is a market for it that maybe we're not realizing because, guess what, I've already played a lot of those games. Because I've been gaming for the last 20 years, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, I've seen that, it. Whatever. That's another, that's another thing. Like, I think I touched on that, but Kelly definitely expanded upon it. Like, 
all of us here have indeed played like yeah. a lot of games. We own a lot of games. I'm sure collectively each of us own like well over like 50 to 100, if not more than that. But for the, for like a kid who's just like, you know, getting a shiny new console for Christmas or birthday or whatever, and parents just, you know, want to give a bunch of games for like not breaking the bank, that'll yeah. help them. They're going to discover some like gems in there, you know, mm-hmm. that we've already played or got over because it's not brand new, but it's going to all be new to them somewhere right. on Game Pass for the first time, for sure. So I, th- I think there's a market for it. And I think, like I said, if you're already going to pay for Xbox Live Gold every month, an extra five bucks is not really the, the deal breaker. And I think it's probably worth it for that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And now after this podcast, I'm going to uh, just go through the Game Pass list and see how many of those games are rated M for Mature or T for Teen. Because then I'm going to come back and be like, Kelly, I agreed with you until I saw that most of these games are too old for the kids. <laughs> no, but no. It's more, I mean, the point stands, it doesn't have to be a child. Even like a teenager who's getting a new console, I mean, some of those games would be new because yeah. guess what? They haven't been around long enough to even play them. No, but I do I get your point. There are probably a lot of mature and teen. And is there any way to set parental uh, controls on there because if there's not, that would be kind of silly. I know you can do it on the Xbox. I don't know if you can do it through Game Pass. You might be able to filter yeah, them on Game I don't know. Pass or like create you know, an account. But no, no, I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm being an asshole. I actually do agree with you. I, I definitely think there is a market for, um, for Game Pass as it stands. It's just personally a little bit of a letdown for me. Um, having a new console, fighting for a fucking Xbox just to play <laughs> a five year old game. On it because it looks prettier is not what I was looking forward to, but yeah. I completely agree with you. Yeah, it's definitely there's there's yeah. I don't want to make it seem like I don't believe that there's an, isn't a market for Game Pass because there definitely is, and I will be a part of it just later on, like mm-hmm. when Halo Infinite comes and I'll, like I have a list of games that I want to play on Xbox. When all those games come first to Xbox, I'm 100% going to be you know signed up to Game Pass just to play them and not pay you know sixty seventy bucks for all of them. Gabe, did you want to jump in on this before I move on? I don't remember what the question was. Um, I was just asking how you felt basically about um, console exclusives and whether they matter or what, how this is going to affect uh, PlayStation and Xbox uh, down the line. Um, and then we just made it I'll all about a... Game Pass. And then we made it all about Game Pass. <laughs> that's, that's why I got lost. I was like, wait, I thought the question was something else. Um, I, I kind of I'm... interested because that was what I was thinking Xbox's big thing was, but yeah. I'm going to try and keep it short, but to me, every single console player, no matter whether it's PlayStation or Xbox, they're all, they're all iPhone users in the sense that no matter what the other side has, no matter what new technology they bring to the surface, they're going to stay to what they know. I don't agree with that. And that, but not, before, before this year, I, that's how it was. That's how I saw it was. That's how I saw it was. That's how I saw it was. I'm having a very long day. Um, but I think now, and it, everyone's, you know, we've been making the point the entire podcast, it's PlayStation's like, look at everything you can play that's new or that's at least, you know, recent in a sense. Um, so I think I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see a lot more Xbox players transitioning to PlayStation. Uh, to put on top of that, also, Xbox is short on units, and there's a lot of talk about they might not have any new units until April, whereas PlayStation's like, we got you Black Friday, we got you before Christmas, we got you after Christmas, so PlayStation already is like, look, you want a new console? These are all our opportunities we have for you. 
You want to play the new Call of Duty? Here you go. You want to jump into Dark Souls? I mean, Demon Souls? Here you go. So yeah, because and 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 I I went to double check that 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 whole Xbox shortage thing to make sure it wasn't just some idiot on Twitter. And no, there's been a lot of reports from a lot of you know gaming articles and stuff like yeah, Xbox is reporting shortages until April. So I I feel like by the time that time comes, more people are going to be playing the PlayStation by now than there are the Xbox. There are a lot of people that transitioned this gen, by the way. From Xbox yeah. to PlayStation. So I don't think it's new. But uh, that was actually also something I was going to bring up and I forgot. The fact that the uh, Xbox Series X and S, the shortage of those units, is really making things hard um, for for people right now. Like the, the Walmart had a 369 and 12 um, uh, chance to get a PS5. They literally had a 12 chance to get an xbox that was it uh being able to not get your hands on this is also gonna you know really ruffle some feathers i mean look at the amazon thing where i'm still waiting on an amazon package that i have a december 31st date of like what's the point of a pre-order like this whole thing for xbox has been really hard and playstation has been handling it really well but i don't really blame them because we are in the middle of a pandemic so you can only do so much. Well, but the thing is, why can one company do it and the other one can't? Because one company's better than the other, Gabe. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, say that again. Say it again. Say it again. I'm just put the, kidding. Put the, get the music in my ears. Say it again. That was a joke. That was a joke. I, you know, I, I don't know. It could be, you know, shortage of, uh, you know, whatever they need for production for Xbox that the PS5 isn't using. Uh, you know, they're two very different companies. So any, literally anything well, could happen. Well, is it that or is it that maybe Microsoft you know, didn't want to outwardly say it, but they didn't feel like they were going to perform as well. So they they didn't make as many units. They had been talking about performance um, a while back, actually, and I'm not going to go further in because I don't want to be quoted by saying something incorrect, but they kind of knew that they were going to be... not selling as much as PlayStation, like from the beginning, which is why they've been pushing Game Pass so much. So it's not like a surprise. But I mean, remember the podcast where we, I think we said like 72% of pre-orders was just PS5. So like, we already know where this is going. It would have been really bad if PlayStation came out and was like, Demon Souls is delayed. Spider-Man is delayed. Dark Soul, or sorry, uh, uh, Godfall is delayed. Like if they came out and delayed those games, and didn't have, and they also have, you know, Astro's Playroom, I keep bringing it up because it's pre-downloaded, which means that as soon as you get this, you have a game to jump into. Xbox, I wish they had something pre-downloaded on the Series X S. Like, that would have been so cool to just jump into something that's like, hey, here's all the new shit that you can do on this brand new piece of hardware. And it seems like a little thing, but once you, like, once you boot it up and you have that first, like, that's like Christmas, when you get a new console and you have shit all to put in it, like, and you just stare at us and you set up the screen and then you just look at it because you can't do anything else. Um, if PlayStation did that, I think they would be in a much worse position. So they've been really well off with the way that they've handled this launch. Their launch lineup has been great. And um, uh, I am going to transition here by talking about how Bethesda uh, games need to be first or best on Xbox, says Microsoft, according to VG247.com. 
since we were talking about Game Pass. Um, after Microsoft announces acquisition of ZeniMax Media, the parent company Bethesda Softworks and its associated studios in September, everyone has been wondering about how Bethesda games are going to work out. Um, there's a quote here that says, what we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all of Bethesda content out of Sony, Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. This is, um, do, 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 do. but what we want is we want that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up the best on our platforms. So essentially, actually, I'm not even going to essentially. How do you guys feel about that? I think that's bullshit. I think it's obvious. I, 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 obvious well, is the exact word I was going to choose as well. Because, like, if you're going to spend that absurd <laughs> amount of money to buy that those studios and it ain't coming out either first or best on Xbox, what'd you spend the money for? I honestly thought when that when when that news originally dropped, like, a few months ago, I thought that was going to be a, a means that, like, Bethesda games were going to be exclusive on Xbox. Because I was like, well, that's a lot of money. That would make sense. Now I'm hearing that it might come multi-platform, and I'm like, oh, okay. But hearing this now new update about it being, you know, first or best on Xbox, like, well, all right. I mean, makes sense. Financially, you want the games to come out for as many consoles as possible. You sell sure. more games. And yeah. if you have it first or best on Microsoft, it's, it's, you spent the money to do that. I guess right. they spent the money also to make the money off of Bethesda games, no matter if they come out. But like, if you sure. acquired that property, I would want it to come out first or best, but they already have the most powerful console. So, yeah, so I think it's already going to come out the best. I feel yeah. like this article is kind of <laughs> obvious. I guess um, some people don't agree, though, Gabe. <laughs> I would have been fine. I would have been fine if they said, you know, it comes out first on on Microsoft, on, on Xbox, whatever. But what bothers me the most oh, is the best or better part. Because now you're making way that if, say, they release Elder Scrolls Six and it comes out on the Switch or whatever the hell Nintendo is going to have by then... Who knows? Um, or, or, or the PS5, or again, the PS6, because who knows how long Elder Scrolls 6 didn't come out. If it comes out on those consoles, and we get a bug that Xbox users don't don't experience, it's it to me, it feels like a backhanded way to be like, well, now you're just going to have to fucking deal with it, because we own Bethesda, and we don't feel like putting money into fixing that bug. So, again, I would have been fine if they said, you know, first... If you know if Microsoft gets it first, that would have been completely fine. Um, but it's the, it, the there's a big asterisk. Next, <sighs> there's a big asterisk next to best or or better for me because it 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 feels like an underhanded way of saying we're not going to put maximum effort on whatever game comes out for the other consoles if it's not an Xbox or a PC. Um, That's just me. I thought this was actually really interesting because I, I I've already mentioned I agree with Kelly. Like you do want your games to come out on the most platforms so you can have the most amount of money come from it. And there are a lot of times where games will get the exclusivity deal based on the amount of money placed into them, right? So the only place you can play Final Fantasy VII Remake right now, for right now, is on a PS4. Eventually, is it coming to Xbox? Yeah, of course, at some point. Is it coming to PC? Yeah, of course, at some point. But um, as of right now, 
that is a deal that's been paid for, right? So, like, that that's mm-hmm. where your money goes. Even Call of Duty. PlayStation and Call of Duty always have this agreement where PlayStation users are going to get the maps first, or they're going to get this first, or they're going to get this type of thing, or they're going to have an exclusive skin or some bullshit like that. That is something we're used to. But when you put this amount of money into exclusivity deals, you, you gotta do something bigger. Uh, sorry, hold on. You're just talking exclusives. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's, and that's honestly the difference. Just like, the, the, uh, oh, doggy. The, just the, just the money, man. Like, it can't be just time exclusive. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's still gonna be time exclusive. Let's, let's be clear because I don't think there's gonna be like a whole, like, I can't think of any, Bethesda upcoming game at the top of my head that would just like stay on Xbox indefinitely. Like I feel like eventually there's gonna be multi platform. Can you imagine the fallout there would be like half fallout if there would be like <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six, Elder Scrolls Six <laughs> exclusive Xbox? The the internet would just like load up, load, load up storm Bethesda's offices. So um, I don't see, and I don't think it's fair actually, Gabe, to assume that it's gonna be about you know bugs in the game. I don't think that they're going to develop their game and specifically be like, you know, we're not going to spend as much time on the PlayStation version as we do on the Xbox version. Yeah, we hired these fresh college grads to program the PlayStation version. <laughs> right. Go to Xbox over here to do the Xbox. So right? Pay the big know. bucks for the Xbox and then hire some. We heard a bunch of toddlers that work on that PS5 game. We don't care. Dave, the intern, is fixing bugs on on the (laughs) PS4. So, yeah, I don't think it's like that. But that's why I find this so interesting, because I want to know, like Kelly and Brandon both said, this is the most powerful console. So, like, how are you going to make your Bethesda game on the most powerful console the best when it's essentially already going to be the best on the most powerful Mm -hmm. console. And that's the other reason I find this so interesting, because I'm like, damn, what are y'all going to do for, you know, um, Fallout 6? Like, that, because you can't just, oh, whatever. Fallout 5, come on, man. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, what are you going to do for Fallout 5 that's going to be more than just a year of exclusivity, that's going to be more than just skins, that's going to be more than just you know, ray tracing because who needs ray tracing and Fallout the way that that game's <laughs> graphics are? But like, I'm I'm I think I find it really interesting just to see what that means. But also, it's another reason for me to get Game Pass. Like, I'd totally be down to grab Game Pass, get it for you know a discounted price, not pay sixty bucks, and see what all the fuss is about on an Xbox instead of waiting a year for a PlayStation version. So I just thought it was I because of that I thought it was interesting. Like, what are they gonna really do on Xbox that they're not gonna do on PS5 when both consoles are just great, even though one is hi Luna, even though one is um. Technically more powerful than the other. But, oh wait, anything else on that before I move on? No, I'm just saying, bookmark this podcast or whatever, do something. I guarantee that, <laughs> that my bigger, be better, <laughs> my better, best asterisk comment is going to come back into fruition in a couple of years. All right. I'm, I will I'm, be, I'm excited for that podcast. I will be waiting for you to tell us all how you were right. Hi. Um, <laughs> So, the next thing I wanted to talk about was Demon Souls, which we all know is a really hard game, almost had an easy mode, according to Tech Radar. Uh, so, I, I'm not going to go into this whole situation. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, they're notoriously known for uh, having hard modes. This time, by the way, the cards in Demon Souls are not helpful. 
Or at least they haven't been to where I've gotten. I remember saying, I'm going to watch, like, look at the cards to help me beat the game. Um, some of them are helpful. Like, they'll just be really vague. And, like, the card will just say, be careful around a corner. And then, like, there's an enemy around the corner. And I'm like, okay, how do I... How do, thanks. Like, what do I do now? Uh, so it's... Uh, they're not, they're not, like, tutorial cards. Like I thought they would be, so it doesn't necessarily make the game easier. It just might save me from a jump scare or two. But, um, and, and I know this is probably one that, you know, we always talk about all the time, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. But a game like Demon's Souls having an easy mode, or hard games having easy modes, I know we talked about accessibility for some people before, but with the, what I want to ask you guys is with the cards now that are available, do you even think that there's a need for game developers to make easy modes of games? Because now, like, essentially on PS5, you can do something like built-in help. Do you think with that feature on PS5 that it's even necessary to have types of easy modes for your games? Well, I mean, I don't think... You you said that it wasn't... They weren't really that helpful. I don't think that... I think an easy mode makes the game easier. I think that the tips are, like, they're tips. There's always tips in games, and I feel like what you're describing from the cards, I thought it was going to be, like, a walkthrough, and it's not. It's literally, like, a card that says, watch out around a corner. That would just be on a loading screen normally. Like, so it's still only the stuff that was maybe already a tip in a game, and now they're just putting it in a different way, which is cool because we all know the loading times of games now are getting shorter and shorter because the consoles are so powerful. <laughs> Gotta put the tip somewhere. Sorry, but it's yes. like, okay, what? Okay. What? No, go, go, go. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but like, I'm just saying, like, the loading times are so short, so they gotta put the tip somewhere. So it's more like tips, not a walkthrough. But I think that easy mode is, kind of separate from that just because it requires less um hand coordination mm-hmm. you know and that would be the main thing for accessibility just not requiring so much um intricate handwork to control a game yeah I, I the reason really I... because I, I was just gonna say like because I saw the tw- I saw a tweet like a few days ago saying that like sorry I haven't texted lately loading times oh, yeah. are not existent now <laughs> yeah you don't have texting time anymore the reason I said yo like that is because on the Xbox guys that shit is so quick like the the from being powered off to Wait. turning it on what. You, kind you of like, like kind of froze. Up. Yeah, oh, yeah no. hear. You yeah. said so, and then we didn't hear what you said. So, okay. like. so. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I was saying was the loading times on the Xbox are so quick. Like from okay. off, powered off to like booting it on is literally seconds. PlayStation takes longer, honestly, to do everything than the Xbox, which is still not long. I I say longer, but it's not long. But literally, like, starting up a game from turning this console off to turning it on and quick resume is really actually fast. Like, it's surprisingly... It's not over-exaggerated, the speed on it. It's not over-exaggerated. Like, I I click the button, and it's just on and ready to go, and I click the game, and like, ten seconds later, I'm already loaded into the same spot that I was at, which is Really crazy. The switcher for PS5 doesn't necessarily work the same way. It's uh, it's definitely slower, but yeah, I just when Kelly was like talking about loading times being gone, that shit fast. <laughs> like surprisingly so. But sorry, continue. I don't, I I don't, I don't agree with with this whole game should have an easy mode thing. Um, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago about how like 
you know, having having the the help cards and like the easy mode and all that stuff, it'll bring more players into the you know into the the game, whatever. Because it's it, it it's that mentality of oh, I don't know if I would like this game because it's too hard. My thing is, if a game's too hard for you, it's automatically not your game. Like, I don't, especially with a company like From Software. From Software gained a lot of their, you know, a lot of their, I can't find another word besides fame, from how hard their games were. Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, even Dark Souls 3, which is supposed to be one of their easier games, is still a very difficult game. And I feel like if you take away the easy, take away, if you put in an easy mode, you're taking away from, you know, a developer's identity. Um, there's same, some games where it might, you know, it would be a good option. Like, um, what's that? What's the, it's the, it's the ninja one. What is it? Um, Sekiro? Sekiro? Oh, Sekiro. Because that one has a very elaborate story as opposed to the Soul series where the Soul series is more, you have to find the lore out yourself. But in games like Sekiro where, you have like there's a main storyline that you can see because you know there's cutscenes and stuff then yeah maybe throw in an easy mode or you know pull back a little on the difficulty but i don't think an easy mode should be standard not standard no yeah it shouldn't be standard in all games moving forward okay and I'm sorry to hear about the help cards. I really thought the help cards well, would be a lot helpful. I will say I'm still in the beginning, so I don't know if depending on maybe they once you get to a boss battle, maybe they change. I don't know. Uh, but I will say, even though the Xbox is faster, the PlayStation Five has some really freaking cool uh, uh, features. Like those cards are so cool to see. Uh, not spe- not specifically for Demon Souls, but um, like when you're playing a game, it'll literally show you the like trophies that you can do and the game guides. I've actually watched the game guides. You can click on it if you have PS Plus, and it'll literally show you what to do. And it's really like I feel like finally I can platinum a fucking game because like the information is right there. Because you know you can't see the trophies without leaving the game essentially on the PS4. Right now, you click the button, and literally, the cards are there. They, they're designed really well. You can actually click on the card to resume a portion or go to a portion that you're doing, so you don't even have to, like, reload the game. All right, I'm done. Um, next <laughs> up was at Game Informer, Cyberpunk 2077, Music DMCA Takedown Workaround, and How It Works. This is an article from Game Informer by Liana Rupert. So obviously, we all know, having streamed, that sometimes your content can get flagged or taken down because of the music tracks in a game. Uh, for Cyberpunk 2077, this article says that uh, they're going to have a streamer mode that will disable the tracks that could qualify to be taken down due to these restrictions. This won't remove every track, and there won't be any missing holes of sound either. While the affected tracks will be removed, each spot will be filled with a different original track that meets DMCA standards. With over 150 tracks available, there's more than enough to filter through in order to keep the immersion going without missing a beat. So, I think that this is pretty cool to be able to have like click streamer mode and then all the games that would get you flat all, all the music that would get you flagged is replaced um all of you streamed all of you make content how do you guys feel about it that is a very that is a this is a very modern gaming mode <laughs> like it's it's very much a very gaming, much so. gaming accessibility made for the times i think that's interesting yeah i think that's cool 
it's cool that they have like original songs like to supply the the holes that are left there as so there won't be any holes to be clear to be clear that there would be an additional song yeah it's cool i think that like it's a nice little workaround for people who are inevitably going to be streaming this game yeah i kind of think that like if they could just replace all of the music that could cause a problem. Why did they have the music that could cause a problem anyways? I guess. <laughs> um, like, I, I'm wondering, like, if, if we're concerned and you can replace it, then why why not just do all original music? I think because, right? like, so, you know, at the Game Awards, I think last year they had someone perform some original songs from, from uh, Cyberpunk. It's for stuff like that. When you have situations where you might, like, I obviously don't know what the soundtrack is, but if you make songs specific for Cyberpunk or you have licensed songs in Cyberpunk, uh, just for, like, you know, it's like riding around in a car playing GTA and hearing songs that you know on the radio. Um, yeah. And having those taken away for original scores, uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. it hits a little different when you're in first person mode and you're you're trying yeah. to immerse yourself and you can hear songs that you know versus like everything original. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah I, I get your point too, though. Like, why even do it if you're just gonna cut it out? Like, what's yeah. the point? But dang it, I, we've had a few videos flagged randomly, which surprised me for like Brandon's playthrough of Final Fantasy X because like the song in the game was on there and it was, yeah, it's like that. It was the it was the lyrical it was the lyrical it was the lyrical it was like song, a which... literal cutscene, and I'm like, why did y'all do this? Like, come on. Uh, so I I think it's I think Brandon put it really well, saying that it's yeah. um uh uh what did you say it was? Uh, I don't know my I don't remember my exact phrasing, but it was modern like modern gaming. Very, yes, it's a it's so it's modern, a it's a feature yeah. it's a feature made for modern gaming. Mm-hmm. So so around those lines. Gabe, did you want to hop in? Um, nah, I, I think that's cool, and I think it's cool that, you know, the developers took the time to implement that. Yeah. Uh, because, and then again, also, like, some or some content creators might not know what songs are, you know, are going to be flagged. They, Very you true. know, even though you have that entire agreement statement at the beginning of games and stuff, no one reads through that. Everyone knows you don't read through that. So, you know... For, for me, I'm someone who doesn't look through what songs I can or can't use. So the ability to do that, I think that's pretty cool. And again, and maybe, you know, with that, that might get people off Cyberpunk's back for the delays they made. Because for all we know, this last delay could have been because of that. Because their delay came around the same time that Twitch started being like, hey, that's fuck true. streaming. No, that's and, true. Yeah, and so like, it, true. Twitch was coming out like, oh, yeah, we're going to start flagging everything. So... Again, yeah, for sure. Some goodwill can't, some good, yeah. good can't hurt, definitely. Well, supposedly <laughs> this delay was because um, <laughs> the game was running... Uh, uh, oh, I, I'm going to misquote someone. But essentially it was because of the fact that it was so close to console launch and the game was running one way on like PS4 and another way on PS5 or one way on Xbox Series X and one way on Xbox One um, so that they wanted to just refine it to make sure that every version of the game came out really well. Because originally it was going to release for... Um, the past slash current gen and then come to next gen but um, I think the next gen version was the best version and they had to work on the older version I believe it was don't quote me on that but essentially one of the versions wasn't working right and that's why they had to do the delay if I remember correctly Mm. okay makes sense Um, so 
To round this out, two more things. One of them is that Animal Crossing now limits the way that you time travel a little bit. So there's an article over at Polygon. <laughs> I know that we've played, I don't know if Kelly has played uh, Animal Crossing, but I know Brandon and Gabe have all played uh, Animal Crossing with me. So mm-hmm. essentially, everybody, you can talk about whether you think Animal Crossing is cheating or not. I mean, time travel and Animal Crossing is cheating or not. That's literally one of the first questions I asked Gabe when he joined HP Critical, actually. Um, cause <laughs> um, yeah. But before, in Animal Crossing, Nintendo said that they were going to restrict uh, time travel so that you couldn't move forward or back to do events, right? So once the Halloween event is done, that's it. Like, you can't skip to the forward to the Thanksgiving event day currently. You can't do that. So they said that before, but then you were literally able to do it. Um, so... Now, you can no longer do that. You can't, like, right now skip to the Thanksgiving event and do all the content so far. Um, but apparently that's the only way that time travel has been restricted. They said they were going to do it in the beginning. They didn't. Now they did. For my Animal Crossing broskies, how you feeling? So, I don't time travel personally, so th- this would normally not affect me at all. However, however... We do have um, our our dear friend and editor Marissa. You know she does time travel, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's how she, that's how she um erased writing to be beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, I'm kidding. so because I don't time travel, and it was Thanksgiving, I was planning on doing like a Thanksgiving stream. However, for obvious reasons, I'm most likely going to be busy in the later afternoon slash evening. So I contacted Marissa after actually literally yesterday after I finished the Mario Sunshine stream. I was like, "Hey, Marissa, the update slide." Are you planning on time travel Thanksgiving? Because if you are, can you do some recon for me on how this event's gonna go so I can know how I, how how well I can do this stream? And this update drops, and now she can't do that. So that that's, that stream is gonna be really up in the air. So I <laughs> <laughs> no idea how how much of it I can show. So, and, but otherwise, it doesn't really affect me that much. I don't time travel, so you know. Gabe. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool way of making sure everyone enjoys the events at the same time and you don't have that one yeah. douchebag because you're always going to have that one douchebag that's like yeah i time travel to this event and look what i can get or look what Milan has so i think it's a cool way of stopping that but i suck at time traveling so this doesn't affect me in any way Bruh, I, I don't get it i don't get it time like, traveling like you don't even do anything what I know. <laughs> like, you literally <laughs> don't do anything no. okay because look the other day um this was actually this was within this month. Um, I, I was trying, I was trying to speed up my island, you know, construction and shit. Cheater. So, cause, oh, cause I was trying, look, I just wanted the houses out of my Cheater. way so I can terraform everything. Um, and so I tried it, so whatever, and, you know, you put, you put the plot to a house in one place, and the next day, the house is built. Yeah. And then, you know, so that happens. Um, but for some reason, I tried it. So I went one day, I put a plot somewhere, I skipped ahead to the next day, it was all good and done. Um, before I left, I made another plot to another house, but then I went back in time to my original day, and the plot was the plot was there, so I'm like, okay, that makes sense that if I go back in time, it's not going to be built. But then when I jumped ahead a day again, the plot was gone completely. I don't know what happened to the plot, so I was like, all right. So I tried that a couple more times, and the same thing kept happening until finally I was like, you know what? I just suck at cheating at games, so I'm not going to try anymore. <laughs> so I, I just I, I I don't know. I, it doesn't affect me because I don't know how to time travel properly. <laughs> wow. The only thing I'll say about this is I've time traveled before. Not gonna Cheater. lie. 
cheater. Yeah, look, once you do it once, that's it. You just you you you're tainted. That's why. That's why. It's like, like, it's like, like you, you don't cross that line once, and then yeah. You um, the only thing I'll say about this is that I actually don't time travel to events. I usually wait for the day of the event. But I'm actually really sad for people who make YouTube videos about this stuff because I do. I watch. I will literally watch YouTube videos so that I know what's coming up in the event, like the Halloween one. I watched one before Halloween that was like, make sure you collect your candy every day. And I was like, okay, great. And then it shows me what's going to happen. Because if I don't like the shit, I don't want to waste my time. So I actually love watching other people do it. So Exactly. Like, I love watching other people go through it so I can decide whether I want to or not. So I I, I think it's going to be really interesting for people who, like, consistently make YouTube videos consisting of events by time traveling so that they can tell the rest of us what we need to do. And now they can't. So now i got to go in. Well, now they're going to be live streams. I don't want to watch a live stream. I just want to skip through your YouTube video to tell me what I got to do. And now I can't do that. Now I got to play like regular people. Boo. Um, <laughs> but to segue with Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing New Horizons, along with five other games, have been nominated for the Ooh, Game yes, of the Year yes, Awards. Yes. And I want to talk about these titles really quick. Uh, like I said, Animal Crossing New Horizons is one of them. Doom Eternal is another one. Final Fantasy VII Remake, obviously my favorite on the list. Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Those are the nominees for Game of the Year from the Game of the Year Awards. Um, so, I know maybe all of us have not played all of these titles. I think I've played all of them except for one on this list. Uh, but with those titles mentioned, um, how are you guys feeling about it? Who's going to take it home? Who do you want to win? Do you even care about these titles? What do you think? So, um, I haven't played every single game on that list. But that being said, based on what I have played and what I've heard like feedback-wise from like people I know and various outlets, I think this is like probably one of the most fair Game of the Year categories I've seen in uh, years, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Fair. No, I, I stand. Yeah, I do. I stand by that. That all these games are like solid, mm-hmm. especially uh, against, especially uh, against, uh, as, All right, which one? Which one? Which one's the issue? I, ju- I, ju- no, I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna get eaten alive. <laughs> but it's like, not Final Fantasy, though. I will tell you that. I agree with. Final Fantasy. <laughs> no, because Jerome Jer- Jer- looked up like, "Ooh, does he mean? Does he mean Final Fantasy?" Because I, I was like, like <laughs> "How does a remake count, though?" Because it's a new but, game. It. In all honesty, from what I've seen, the way the way they tackled the remake makes this like me and Jarrell were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Like this is an entirely not entirely, but it's it feels like a new game compared to the old one. Yeah, it's they not, didn't create it from scratch. They did. I guess most of these they're actually they did. they did. They did. So yeah, yeah. The, this yeah. So but it's not. It's the same storyline. It's music. not. It's not. And why is it called a remake? That's the, so that's something that we talked about. It kind of changes the definition of a remake. So, uh, the original Final Fantasy VII is this like 8-bit polygon, really old, like, turn-based thing where you click what you want to do. This one has a brand new, uh, battle system. The music has been remade and even the storyline has been changed from the original, which is, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. I'm not going to spoil it anymore. But if you played the original and you play the remake, the storyline has been changed a bit. Um, some of it drastically some of it not so much, but to a point where people who did play the original are experiencing a brand new game. So it's not just like a remake of a new skin with the same stuff. Um, And I think that's why it counts. But also it's a great idea. I can can piggyback off that because my brother hasn't played the original in 
a very, very long time. Like, I'm probably talking about, when did this game come out? 1997. And, yeah, it's been maybe about 10 years since he's last played the game. And he's playing the game, and he's like, dude, I don't, this is entirely new. I know this didn't happen in the original story. Yeah. So, it's, it's I did it being up there makes sense. I agree with that. I played it two years ago, or last year. Last year, actually, for the first time. I played the, the original last how, year for the first how time. How did you play that original? I played the original, and I was like, <laughs> this shit sucks. It was so bad until I got into the story, and then I was like, oh my god, it's so good. Um, the story but I is it last year. amazing. And I love the characters, but, like, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, I cut someone off, though. Because Tifa's best girl. I'm, like, I literally was watching Kelly's stream, and I was like, use Tifa, use Tifa. She kept using Cloud. I hate Cloud. Hey, Cloud's a damn hunk, though. I don't care. Tifa's way more fun to play as. He gives me Sasuke vibes, but... Yeah, but she has, like, the coolest fucking combos. Like, her shit is so fun to play. I'm so sick of oh, sword. Whatever default really they give me is what I'm playing. Ah. I'm not worried about switching unless one's about to die and then I'll switch. Next stream, I'm going to bug you until you switch and play as Tifa the whole time. Oh, my God. The whole time? <laughs> the whole time. Jenga for, it's Jenga Jenga for everybody. Tifa full stream. Uh, but yeah, before I, before I devolve more into Final Fantasy VII Remake and my love for it, um, uh, Gabe or Brandon, I think you no, Brandon, talking about Brandon. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I was I was just saying that, like, for the six choices, I think, like, I I don't know, like, like again, I haven't played every single one of them, but just based on like reviews of the games and just like buzz and all of them, I just feel like that's a that's a solid six, like, because there's been games that in past game of the years that I'm just like, huh, really that one that's in the nominees, okay, and then it usually doesn't end up winning for that reason, but you know. I don't think that I've seen like a, as fair a one as since 2017. 2017 had a stacked Game of the Year nominee. Yeah, nominees. dude. I don't even remember. That one, that one was like any one of if any one of those games in 2017 won, I wouldn't have been upset. What was it was, 2017? It was, oh, there was uh, Super Odyssey. There was Breath of the Wild. There was Persona Five. The game uh, of the year though was The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad that, at that. I can let that be. <laughs> and I was gonna say it should have been Persona Five, but I will let. Wild yeah, it was a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, per- Persona okay. Five, uh, PUBG. I can't believe that made it in. That's um, yeah, that one was like hmm. uh, Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but PUBG had its own thing. Like it was like the battle royale. It was at that time. Yeah, it had a thing, yeah. and it really yeah. took off. Like it was, it was legit though. It was yeah, the but, Among I mean, Us before right. Among Us. Yeah, kinda. Just it, it bit, really took but off. it was yeah, it was literally everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean these these nominees are good. I don't know. I haven't played any of them except for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of games like didn't come out this year by this time, and there would have been more. Cyberpunk would have been one of the games on here. Like Grounded, yeah. honestly, probably could have been one of the games if it had a full release. Like some games, like kind of could have been in this list. Um, I feel like Animal Crossing is a good one because that one was like huge. I yeah. mean, it just really took off. People, it just hit that market, like that sweet pocket. It just got in. Um, the Final Fantasy VII remake, obviously, there's huge like cult following for Final Fantasy. Um, Hades, it's kind of like a top view, so I don't really play those kinds of games, but like it's pretty popular. Like people really like it, and I guess it's good for what that is. And obviously, The Last of Us has always been a favorite. Like part two, I'm not surprised at all. Um, 
I guess Doom Eternal would be the one I'm surprised for, because I feel like that's, That's like, what I'm saying. Doom games get so repetitive. Yep. Like, the last Doom game, I was like, I'm doing the same thing. Same enemy. Okay, I'm just shooting him in the face with this giant machine gun and some heavy metal. I mean, it's good, but it's, like, I'm it's just I'm personally into Doom myself, but I don't know. I heard a few good things about it when it came out. I like Doom. I just, like, like I said, I like, if you like Doom, you like every Doom, because it's Doom. Sure. It's same shit um but like the last of us part two i guess would be probably the thing that i think will probably win if i had to like pick yeah one that i think will win not that i would vote for because i didn't play it but i think that will probably be the one although there was a lot of backlash about certain things that happened yeah. yeah and and apparently death threats to the people that played the voices i don't know but oh lord bailey yeah, that's um, that was stupid. That was stupid. Her. By the way, I didn't make a prediction. I just said the nominees were cool. I, my prediction of what I think I'm is gonna win between those six is I feel like is either gonna be FF7 remake or Ghost of Tsushima. That's my prediction. Gabe, do you want to go or should I? Um, you can go because I'm looking for something really quick. Okay. Well, looking at this list, I think it's a good list except for Doom Eternal. I'm sorry for everyone who likes Doom Eternal, but I low-key agree with Kelly. It's the only game on this list I have not played, but from everyone that I know that has played it, they've all been just like, it's weird that it's here. Like, really? And, and they, and they have played the game. Um, yeah. Because I think That's Doom Eternal so is like what Kelly said. It's just Doom, and it didn't have the same impact, I think, as all of these Doom games Doom? had an impact on they did have gaming, an impact, yeah. except mm. for, I think, Doom Eternal. It kind of, it didn't flop, but, like, it just kind of came out, and we were like, cool, okay, whatever. Yeah, like, people were hyped for maybe it. That's what it maybe that's what it was. Like, honestly, I'm, all of, everything I've said about the Doom Eternal, like, uh, a lot of people were talking about it, was when it came out. Maybe it was, like, a quick flash in the yeah. plan, and it was gone. Yeah. Okay. Like, that, ma- right, that, makes, that makes more sense to me. That makes more sense to me. If um, it didn't have the staying power. Now, as for this list, Animal Crossing, obviously, is a huge one. I don't, I, yeah. I, I obviously don't think it's going to win. Which, the, the, my, my problem with this, honestly, this list is that this is 100% gonna be a popularity contest. Um, it's not based on the merit of these games, I don't think, which kinda sucks, because I did not like The Last of Us Part 2 story. I have complained about it, I thought Ellie was trash, she's a stupid bitch, like, I had serious issues with that game. But, having said that, I will admit that that game is a good game. Even though I don't like the story for it, like, cinematically it's gorgeous, the gameplay is fun, it has a lot of great stuff in it, even though I personally think that it made some really bad storytelling decisions, like, cutting in the middle of some serious shit, like, the game did a lot of things wrong. But at the end of the day, it's a great game that deserves to be on here, and I could see it winning 100%. Um, and if you want to hear our full thoughts about that, definitely check out our Last of Us Part 2 podcast yes. that we did with Wesley as well. Yes, where I talk more shit about Ellie because she's a bitch. Um, Jesus. But, um, like, and that's what makes me concerned about this, because even the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think you have to really appreciate that game and where it comes from and the amount that's gone into making that the game the way that it is. Like, the character development for just part one is astounding in itself. That game made me cry multiple times. The only list, the only game on this list that has actually made me shed tears is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um... Not even The Last of Us Part Two. That pissed me off. Um, Hades is... I played it. It's so much fun. It's addictive. Uh, Supermassive is just like... Uh, oh, it's not even Supermassive. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, super giant games. Super giant, thank you. They are, you know, they've always done great stuff. The music is great. The artwork is gorgeous. The voice acting is amazing. Like it's this tiny studio that pulls out this huge game that is literally changing things in that genre. Like that deserves to be there. Ghost of Tsushima has the prettiest leaves I've ever seen in any game ever. It is so pretty. They are gorgeous. It is so pretty. I just put it on the PS5 just so I can see it even prettier. Like, the game is gorgeous. The gameplay is fun. Like, the story's not all there. But it's another one that's really good. And then there's Doom Eternal. But, like, which is just kind of... Someone I, someone I follow on Twitter was calling Ghost of Tsushima a secret PS5 game. And I can... Honestly, I, yeah. I can, I can totally see that. Um, I can, uh, like, I was honestly waiting, like, because I didn't have time when it first came out, which I didn't get it initially, but I am planning on getting, like, sometime after I eventually get my PS5, because I want to see it on that. The only other thing I was going to say about this list is it's another list where Sony is, uh, PlayStation is really at the forefront. Uh, three of these are currently PlayStation <laughs> exclusives, which is yeah, Final Fantasy VII, wow. Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us Part Two, And then yeah, you have Animal Crossing for Nintendo, and also Hades, because I'm pretty sure it's only on Nintendo and PC currently. Um, yes. And then, surprisingly, yes. Doom Eternal, which is, I think, on everything, right? Yeah. This Even the- on, I think, I think a Switch port did come out, or they were at least planning one. I don't know if that actually came out yet, though. But I, yeah, I just, the last thing I'm going to say about this is I do think that this is another, rep- uh, another great representation of why exclusives are so important, because this list are, is essentially the best games of 2020, and three of them belong to PlayStation, and of course Nintendo's mm-hmm. up there like they always are, so. Uh, the power of the exclusive. Yeah, they're, they're strong. They're strong. Um. um. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking through. T- I was looking for a, a specific tweet, and I just want to say the amount of memes that have been coming off of this this the the game the game of the year award tweet is hilarious. There's one, there was one where someone was like, "Dude, I've never seen a list so wrong," and then they like they photoshopped <laughs> their own list, and it was bug snacks all across. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, actually, really quick, I'm sorry to cut you off, but really quick, the only other thing I was going to say is that I'm sad that um, Persona 5 Royal did not make the list only because it is, uh, I think, another... uh, So I understand why I didn't make it, because I think it is just the same game with additional stuff, in which case Kelly would be like, why is it there? And I'd be like, because it's good. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't have the same explanation that I would have for Final Fantasy VII Remake, but... I'm pretty sure that the scores for Persona 5 Royal were essentially higher than every game on this list. I would have to check that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. So it's uh, disappointing to not see it there, but also it had its chance in 2017, so I'm not too mad. But, um, you know, that well, game is a... R- it's on the RPG list, at least, like the for the best RPG category. Mm-hmm. Definitely voting for that on the best RPG. I'm sure I mean, it has, you know, it's the only game on here that's going to give you over 150 hours of content aside from Animal Crossing. But yeah, yeah, that's a, that, that's an investment. That game, you, you buy in, you're just in there. But go ahead, Gabe. I'm sorry. Um, so there's actually three games I that I don't it. agree with on this. Oh shit. Um, but I can't find three games to take them all out. But the very first one I'm gonna say, and again, I'm gonna get eaten up for this, is I don't Crossing. believe Animal Crossing should it. be up there. And look, I understand. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that was gonna I, be yours, honestly. I, I thought you were also gonna say Doom Eternal. Uh, Doom Eternal shouldn't be up there either, but my main one is Animal Crossing because I get it. It's the first Animal Crossing on Switch. It's the first Animal Crossing in a while. It came out at the perfect time when everyone, when the pandemic started and everyone was getting to it. 
in no way to me does it it has no type of leverage on any of the other games there i don't think it should be up there uh. it, it's it's a good game it's you know it, it's fun it's relaxing shouldn't be up there oh my um, god you i completely and, disagree with you oh my god i agree with that to be honest That's, i think oh it's popular god. but i don't think it's good yeah i think it's, it's popular and, it's it's like you said. It's a popularity contest. Yeah, it's popular. It shouldn't be up there. Because why? Disagree. It died within two months. It did not die. Yes, it should. It's one hundred percent wrong. It, the Animal I, Crossing is later. literally a game that people play every day to this day. Like it yeah, is. And it's been getting I will say that it is a but, very specific title for a specific audience. But as that, it does deserve to be there because of what it is for that audience. Because it is a damn good title. If you're into that. But that can be said for any of these games. And, true. And the other game I don't agree with, and this one, <clears throat> this one's a little bit more biased just because of what I've been hearing about it, is The Last of Us Part 2. And Jarrell's not the only one that's had, like, his negative th- things about the game. I've heard a lot negative about it. Um, so yeah, I don't think those two should be up there. Um, I would have replaced... You're basing that on what you've heard about the game? No, 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 not not just what I've heard about. Well, I mean, from you, yeah. But the thing is, if you get a general consensus that the, that there's something in the game that a lot of people don't like, it's safe to say that that's a pretty solid fact about what makes that game eh in some people's opinion. But that's um, right. okay. Yeah, the other problem, the other problem with that, like, 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 Gabe, I, I definitely know where you're coming from from that from that. But I can tell you for a fact that a lot of the people who are say, who who say it sucked was like didn't actually play it. Jarrell, I, his is more in my oh, opinion, yeah. valid yeah. because he played yeah. the game, saw the story from start to finish, so he has a uh, valid opinions about how it went. Like I I we mentioned I mentioned this on a past on a past podcast. There's someone on my Facebook who literally d- doesn't own any PlayStation system and was his timeline was just full of saying Last of Us Part Two is trash. Yeah, yeah, I don't listen to people like that though. That's different. And then to also yeah. top it off. I'm not when I when I talk about the negative comments. I'm not talking about those crazy ass people like, oh, I don't like this game. Why does she have to be gay? That's not what I'm talking about at all. Okay. Um, yeah, just to clarify that, that's definitely not one of the things I looked at. Um, one of the games I wish was up there was Fallen Order. And yes, it's a Actually, Star Wars game. Wait, that's a it came out last year. It, it came, yeah. no, but it came out. It came out five days before the cutoff date. Cutoff date for this year was wait. November twentieth. It, and it, came out, it came out after the cutoff, right? Wait, hold yeah. on. Give me a second. Because that came out 2019. It came out last year, but like Gabe is saying, it came out after Award, the cutoff, which is why it awards, wasn't Awards this year must be available for public consu- consum- <gasps> consumption on or before November 20th, 2020. What the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Anyway, whatever. Yes. Yeah, um, is it not yeah. from January to November? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I'm looking for the actual cutoff date. Cutoff date. Well, regardless. Between, like, oh, look. It's between. Wait. Oh, <laughs> you know this is why I don't use Google anymore. Oh Give my me God. a second. <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm getting I'm getting so many different. What? When was this tweeted? September 23rd, 2020, from George. Not George. My bad. Geoff. I can't say his last name. Jeff we Keely? are waiting. Jeff. Jeff. Oh, it's Jeff. I thought it was Geoff. I'm so sorry, Geoff. Je- Damn it, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are waiting to hear when the judges will be able to play games, get new hardware, lots of... Okay. Oh, okay, here we go. This should be... Save the date. Okay, yeah. Last year, November 15th, was the cutoff date. 
if I'm reading this tweet right, because it sounds like I'm reading it right. So from November sure. 20. Okay, because he says, okay, this is... To November it says, 2020? Yeah, when did yeah, Colin Hoover come out? Hold on, because it says, it says, he made the tweet, September 23rd, he goes, save the day, uh, game awards, Thursday, December 10th, live from ball, and then someone commented, only games till November 20th, uh, ne- fuck! Until November 15th are in consideration. And he replied to that tweet and said, that was last year's date. This year has not been determined. So, okay. November 15th was the cutoff for last year, if I if I read that correctly. Yes, and I'm just reading okay. this now. The, the Fallen Order came out on the cutoff date, November 15th. Exa- yeah, exactly. So That's why That's why it was, it, 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 like, if, if it was in consideration, it would have been in the running because it got released on the cutoff date. Fallen Order is not better than The Last of Us Part 2. It is it better, it's better than, than Doom Eternal. Yeah. It is better than Doom Eternal. <laughs> it is probably better than Doom Eternal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be honest, like, I... Sorry, go ahead. No, um, but, yeah, I mean, I really... Again, this has been a very... I'm not going to say empty year for video games, but it's been a very low-release year for video games. Crazy. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't, maybe you're right, maybe it's low, but there's been some high-quality releases in this yeah, year. Yeah, but, again, I don't... Those two games, I don't agree with too much. Um, what I want to win, just because it's kind of the underdog story, is a hundred percent Hades. That would be that would be an underdog story. Because that's that's a that's an indie developer, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah then I hundred percent want Hades to win, just just Hades, for the Hades, fact that it's Hades. In. I mean, Hades. Indie games almost never make it to the grand yeah. game of the year category. Yeah. So that's so yeah. If Hades won, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't even and you know what? That. Another game I would have loved to see up there, I don't know what game would have replaced, and I know I'm going to get yelled at for this one, is 100% Fall Guys. I don't care what anybody says. I'm sorry. Fall Guys should be up there. You don't want Animal Crossing up there, but you do want Fall Guys up there? Yeah. Okay. And now your entire <laughs> opinion is just null and void to me about that. I mean, that's okay. You also thought Breath of the Wild sucked. We saw how that turned out. Don't I, worry. I'll swing I you over wrong. eventually. I, I will swing wrong. you over eventually. Uh, I don't know. I just, I guess I get annoyed because it's not, it's not any games that I even like. I mean, I appreciate Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, for what it is, and thank you, Jarrell, for, like, obviously giving me that so I could experience it. But, like, I don't know, like, none of these games really appeal to me at all. Like, I haven't played any of them unless someone, like I said, literally gifts it to me. Like, I wanted, like, something harder hitting, like, something new, something fresh. Like, Last of Us is a sequel. Doom Eternal is pretty much something else. Final Fantasy is a remake, technically. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, I don't know if it should be there. I don't know. Ghost of Tsushima and Hades, I haven't played. I guess they're new. Kind yeah, of like are. a new game, but like... Yeah. I want something and, new and exciting. And, and with next-gen coming out this year, you would have thought that something really new and exciting was going to happen. I was just like, okay. They kind of did, they kind of didn't. But the, the the problem is, even if something really hard hitting came out at launch, it wouldn't even be considered until next year. And that's I know, it's just, it, I, yeah, no, like I said, I just I thinking back, like Breath of the Wild was amazing. Like, like what was like one before? Probably like what did Overwatch win one year? Like, I feel uh, like I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel know. like like that's like a title that I'm like, yes, this year I'm like, yeah, okay. And, something could win, something mm-hmm. will. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that's actually why I kind of like this list. 
because I think that this list does, rep- even though it doesn't represent every gamer, I think it does represent a lot of different types of gamers. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah it's very broad. Because um, yeah. Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal, and you know, we even had, they both released on the oh. same day, and we had those yeah, like, memes. Those memes are so yeah. heartwarming. I love those memes. And those are two very different games for two very different people. Uh, I love this we're probably guy not hanging out together. It's so cute. Um, Overwatch did win Game of the Year award. I figured. They got a perfect 10, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Overwatch so. was great. Yeah. Whoa! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was Jerome's reaction. <laughs> Whoa! Because <laughs> Overwatch is, it was a great game. Oh, it was. It was. It was, it was really okay, cool. I don't want to talk about Overwatch at all. Um, but this this is also really frustrating to me because obviously, well, actually not obviously, ninety um, percent of the decision making for game, the winner of Game of the Year is uh, a voting jury, and only ten percent is um, the votes by fans. Oh, so, so electoral college? Yeah, pretty much. So like, kind of. Well, not really. But okay, sure. Um, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> so. Um, it's like, these games are nominated, and we, we you know, obviously that 10% depends on... The point is, we aren't necessarily making the final decision all the time, so this is kind of just, like, games that people enjoy that impacted them, and I I, 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 I like the list because the list is uh, a bunch of games that are impactful, that have uh, one way or another impacted gaming, except for Doom Eternal. And, like, no matter how you feel about The Last of Us Part Two, like I said, I have so many issues with that game, but I cannot overlook the amount of time and effort and polish and that went into making oh, yeah. that gameplay what it is. The sound design in that game alone, I have not heard a game that does what The Last of Us Part Two does with its sound design. It is a part, it is an integral part of that game to the point that, like, you rely on sound in that game, and I've never done that in a game before, because I hate scary shit. There's zombies, there's pop-ups, there's, like, uh, 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 jump scares all throughout. I hate it, but I, like, I found myself relying on the game design of that title. Like, things like that cannot be, can't be, uh, disregarded because the game is controversial. Um, right. And that's why I think it definitely deserves to be where it is. Because like I said, I thought the story was trash. I thought they did some really bad story-making decisions in that game. And Brandon can disagree with me. Or actually, um, I know... Wesley- I agree with you with part, with part of this. Uh, with, with the, some of it. Like, it's a very divisive game in terms of storytelling. Like, Wesley loved a lot of it. I know you hate a lot of it. There's some things I liked and something I disliked. That's pretty much it. It's like, the story. Even little things for me, like I have a like really nice TV, PS4 Pro. I'm playing this game at best settings. They have this disgusting grain filter over everything that I hate. That some people didn't even notice. I think that shit sucks. Why would you put that over it? Now it looks like trash. Like it doesn't look like trash, but now it makes it look old. But that's a part of the entire package. So even though I don't like that. It's a beautiful game. The gameplay is great. Like, I enjoyed doing that type... Wow, he has something very serious to say. Gabe <laughs> just made a really weird point. But I enjoyed the gameplay of that. I hated killing the dogs. But, I mean, come on. In this game, <laughs> literally in this game, the dogs sniff you out and follow you. Like, you have to sell yeah, your terrifying. way around. Like, the dogs are the most scary enemies in the game. The even including the zombie monsters. Honestly... I watched one of my friends play this game. I didn't play it, but I watched one of my favorite streamers play this game. And he's in this part of the game where dogs just keep attacking him, and he's having to kill them, and his face, he's just like, 
Exactly. He's like, you don't in so do much it. pain, yes. just killing dog after yes. dog after dog. Yes. And it's like, he has a clip. It's so amazing. It's just so funny because he's just like so disgusted and horrified that yes. he just keeps having to kill And that's what I mean. When a game makes you do that, I think it is worth something. Like, yeah. the fact that uh, you, I didn't want to kill the dogs either, but at one point, I was like, I'm going to explode these motherfuckers because they keep killing me. <laughs> like, like but, but the fact that you have yeah, to, Yeah, mice. Like, yes. Like, the fact that these dogs sniff you out where you go and you can see the trail. Come on. Like, there's wow. so... And the game is really long, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's really long. But I, I don't think it can be discounted just because of uh, divisive storytelling decisions. Because, like Wesley said in our in our review, you know, he said, either you like it or you don't. Um, it's going to work for some people and it doesn't work for other people, but you can't discount the gameplay for it. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, like I said, has basically changed the meaning of the word remake. Like, you can't say that your game is a remake anymore after what they've done. They, they like, like, you know, they basically created this from the ground up. Everything is new. Everything is different. Like, you can't say a remake anymore and just slap a new fresh coat of paint on an old game and call it a day because they've raised the bar for that. Animal Crossing, like we said, cultural phenomenon at the time. Hades, um, it, it is one of those titles that also changed the way that those types of games are played. Um, they have a mode in it for, um, I, I think it's called God Mode, where you can turn it on so that if you can't do roguelikes, because I suck at roguelikes, I literally die all the time, there's a way that you can play the game and still get the story. They've created a roguelike that is repetitive in a way that's fun. That game makes dying fun because every time you die, you go back and you get new stuff and you talk to new gods and you get new, like, you get new scenes, you understand new people, you progress through the story the more that you die. There is not a game where you die and, like, you want to die. In Hades, I, I don't mind when I die because I know that going forward something else is going to happen. Like, they've been able to change gaming for roguelikes in that way. So I think every, every game on here has had some form of impact. Except for Doom Eternal. <laughs> every every other game on here has had some form of impact. And I think um, throughout the years, I'm looking back at everything I played, I, I, I am not mad at it. I kind of agree. Okay. Yeah. Gabe, uh, did you have something to say when you looked at your shit? I, I did, but then, like, I saw the reviews from, like, the big names, and I was like, never mind, because I don't want to argue this point. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if, if, if there was a game to be replaced, and it, you know, obviously we've, I think we've all agreed that Doom Eternal is that game. I, yeah. I personally, based off of my experience with the game, would have liked to see the Dragon Ball Kakarot game nominated. Because, or game it's, of the hold, year? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's, 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 yes, it's a story we've heard before. And, you know, yes, it's anime, but the way this was an entirely new take on not just the Dragon Ball story, but anime game. Oh, as just, wait, wait, you know, you grab your. Say all oh, of that again. Uh, say Sorry. all of what again? Uh, uh, you broke up for me. As soon as you said um, it was a new take on the anime game. Yeah, it was a new take on anime games. When you play an anime game, you're used to, you know, just choosing a team of. One, not one, of three people going into arena and fighting, and that's how you do it. That's how it's been with, you know, the Dragon Ball, uh, Budokai, Tenkachi games. That's how it was with Jump Force, which was a horrible take on anime. How to say that. That's how it was with the Naruto games. But they managed to turn, and Fairy Tail did this too, but Fairy Tail didn't do it as good. I, it hurt me to say that. But they took, 
the anime world we know and they turned it into an RPG. Almost, almost turn-based. Almost. And it was, and the, like, everything about the game was very beautiful except for there was, um, on release, the first couple of days it was released, there was this really weird bug that would, like, kind of stretch out the, uh, like some of the characters. Like, I think one of them was, like, Yamcha would die and, like, it would literally physically stretch his model. So it was a little weird. But, oh, yeah. but you want that as yeah. game of the year? Okay. Um, first of all, they fixed it, so kind of. <laughs> um, um, but and then again, Animal like, Crossing doesn't have these problems. I, no, instead, in Animal Crossing, you got to wait a whole fucking day for something to be built because you, God knows you has to be treated like a real game. That's the point. And oh, first of all, in Animal Crossing, you can't put a cliff next to the edge of the of of, of a. I'm not even gonna go into Animal Crossing in my anger with that game. That's because that's personal. But yeah, I feel like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> did an extremely good take on, you know, the anime games that we're used to playing. And to me, if it if a game gets a 9 out of 10 on Steam, because, and Kelly, I don't mean this in a bad way, a lot of PC players are very hard judges. If you can score a 9, I think you're a good game. And But again, like I said, some of the other ratings like IGN and... I have to be nice because some of Jarrell's friends work at IGN. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped agreeing with all their ratings after uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire got like a 7.35 because there was too much water, even though that's what the f- game was. But then a game like, I think it was Call of Duty Ghost, which was one of the worst Call of Duty games anyone's ever played, got like an 8 or a 9. But anyway, but yeah, so that's why I was like, I would, I would, I didn't want to say it, but I had to say it because I already started saying it, and that's, that's, yeah. All right. Quick counterpoint. Uh, I, I won't stand too long because I know we're, we're running, we're running long. Um, <clears throat> I will agree that Kakarot, because I played it too, and <clears throat> it's a really good, like for an anime action RPG game, they really did do a lot that the anime games really never touched, and because Dragon Ball has that pedigree, so they thought, well, why don't we make an actual like ambitious game for it and it does do a lot of good, thing, good things but that bug that they patch out aside that game also just has a lot of technical problems it does have a lot of technical problems like I, enough that, en- enough 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 that's like it doesn't break the game it's still very fun to play but enough that i was like i can't i cannot put that in the same pedestal as the other excluding doom eternal the, the other games in the game of the year category like i would i would love it to get something it should get some kind of recognition for what it did for an anime games but game of the year, I don't know, man. I don't uh-huh. know. I, 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 can, I couldn't put I couldn't put it on that pedestal. You know, I would totally go into a whole conversation about oh, well, how many people even played that, but I won't because a we're lot. gonna end the podcast now. Uh, not as many as uh, Animal Crossing. And with that, <laughs> game sucks. Um, Animal Crossing was a hype game. I'm gonna say that right now. Next week, uh, yeah. we are gonna talk more about our own. Game of the Year nominees, so look forward to what we have coming out for Age of Critical. Can we talk about Age of Calamity next week? And we'll do some Age of Calamity impressions. Just for oh, we sure will. Uh, Oh, we sure will. And I want to talk a little bit more about you guys' Final Fantasy VII um, progress. And Kelly's going to tell us about the latest scary games that she's playing because I want to hear impressions on those as well. Um, And I also want to talk to Brandon about you know how he thinks the Switch is going to hold up uh, in this new next gen situation that we're in. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So come back next week. But as of now, we are done for the day. It was great talking to you guys, and I will see everybody later next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.